Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to another episode of the Red Pill Cartel. I'm your host, Davey Wavy 2112 Okay, so get ready for this one. I have two special guests tonight. Um, we have Deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation podcast. And we have my friend Nico Polizzi from Upstate Unconventional. And we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different mishmash of things again. As it seems like the theme of the show so far. Um, we don't really like to focus on one thing. We kind of go all over the map. And, you know, if anything pops up that you are unsure of or, you know, we sound like we know what we're talking about, then uh, I just recommend that you would do your own research and discover if what we're talking about is true or not. Alright, so we had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, there's a lot of laughs. It's the first time I've ever spoken to Janet, and we just hit it off really well. It was pretty damn hilarious. And uh, yeah, just sit back and uh, you know what to do by now. This is episode six, so you know what to do. And that is smoke a dube, drink a beer, do whatever you gotta do, sit back and enjoy. Peace. Welcome back to the Red Pill Cartel. I'm your host, Davey Wavy, and I got two special guests tonight. I got Nico Polizzi from Upstate Unconventional, and I have Deplorable Janet from the podcast uh, Deplorable Nation. And uh, I'm going to start off with you, Nico. Uh, tell the audience, if for those who don't know who you are, what you're all about, where they can find you, et cetera. Thank you, Dave. Uh, my name's Nico. I just started my show, Upstate Unconventional. Uh, I like to dive into some paranormal stuff, spiritual stuff. Uh, lately it's been a lot of conspiracy so yeah and if anyone's interested you can follow me on instagram at upstate underscore unconventional and my show's on all the major platforms sounds good i can vouch for him i listen to all his shows and they're pretty damn awesome and i get a little creeped out by them sometimes which is awesome because i love that shit so uh janet what about you uh you can find my podcast, Deplorable Nation, on every podcast platform. Yes, thank the Lord Jesus, back on the Apple and Spotify now after over a year of being booted. Um, you can also find me on um, Alt Media United. You can follow me on Instagram at Deplorable Janet, or you can find me on Twitter, account number five, at No Janet, K-N-O-W sweet okay so janet tell tell me a little bit why you got kicked off or why you think you got kicked <sighs> off that was my question Cause too because you're so fucking deplorable that's why i know Man. well <laughs> i'm i'm one of those people that's not afraid to say anything and so i did a child trafficking episode and then i also did like a back-to-back -back episode with hidden cancer cures and I used to record through Anchor. And, of course, Anchor is owned by Spotify. And so um, Spotify booted me. Anchor deleted all my episodes. And then Apple booted me, too. Yeah, because <laughs> God, for, God forbid anybody speaks out against uh, those kind of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I do. Uh, my show's all over the place, but I do a lot of... Uh, medical shows, um, alternative treatment kind of things, as well as 
you know, conspiracy, spirituality. I'm literally like all over the place. Because and, I, and you used to be a nurse, sorry to cut you off. You used to be oh, a yeah. nurse. So you yep. have quite a bit of knowledge of that uh, background, right? Yeah. I was a nurse and I taught medical school for quite a long time. So yeah, I have quite the, um, quite the varied background and stuff. That's awesome. It's funny because I, where I work, uh, I won't disclose where I work, but <clears throat> some lady walked past me and she said, this is ridiculous. Like this, these things don't even work. Like the social distancing and the masks and everything. And she goes, I'm a nurse and I work in, in the ICU. And like, these things just don't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is true. Like, how can a mask protect you from COVID when, you know, you can fart through your underwear and you can still smell it. Like, yeah. And the funny thing is, you know, that like, you'll always get the argument from somebody. Well, they were mask and surgery. Um, Do you know that the reason why they wear a mask in surgery is because (laughs) surgeries are very long. The, the room is sterile. So you cannot cough or sneeze into a patient. And so that is there to catch sweat, sneeze, spit, nose Blood running, spatter. <laughs> anything like that. Nose bleeds into the patient. Yeah. Anything right. like that. It's not there to prevent um, COVID or SARS or any kind of infection or bacteria that that's not the purpose at all. Exactly. And plus it even says on the box that it can't, it doesn't prevent uh, coronavirus. Correct. Like open your eyes, Karen, open them. (laughs) Karen and Ken. (laughs) I once heard somebody call them the male version, Bradley. I thought that was pretty funny. (laughs) Oh no, it's Karen and Ken. It's Karen and Ken. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So like, what are some of like the, the worst things you saw while you were nursing? Like there, I heard there's a lot of corruption. Oh, you have no idea. And here's, here's the big thing. And I've told this um, story on other shows before where the, I worked at a teaching hospital and the doctor that I worked for, um, had a certain rep from a company that may start with a and an er. (laughs) And so um, that was the most quote samples that we would get all of the time is from that particular company. And of course, doctors aren't supposed to take um, gifts donations, things like that, because it can hamper patient care. They consider it a bribe. Nurses are not allowed to take anything. So remind me to tell you about that in a moment. Um, However, to get around that, hey, you want to go hunting? I have this great hunting cabin. You can come hunting with me. Um, It's in Canada, though. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? And so these are the kind of things that that they would do or, um, hey, I bought you a ticket to, um, oh, what is that called? It's a Ducks Unlimited dinner. Yeah. I bought you tickets to Ducks Unlimited dinner or he didn't tell him he bought him. He's like, 
uh, you're my guest at the Ducks Unlimited dinner, and that's how you get around, like, quote, taking a bribe. But I will tell you, I got in deep shit because a patient bought me a Christmas ornament. Now, what in the hell do you think that I'm going to do with that Christmas ornament that's going to be a financial monetary gain? Right. I mean, seriously? But yeah. Like, I got in deep doo-doo because <clears throat> made me that. That's, and I'm like, whatever. That's insane. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. But no one ever offered to take me uh, bear hunting in Canada or anything. <laughs> you probably would have went too, wouldn't I, you? Oh, yeah. You bet your ass I would have been there. I love bear. Bear is amazing to eat. So, yeah, I would have done it in a heartbeat. I've never tried bear. I've tried a lot of different things. I used to work at a butcher shop. Mm. They had gator, uh, uh, octopus, all that, like, oh, yeah. um, emu, all that stuff. There's I'm not supposed much to I haven't eaten. Yeah, I'm supposed to go to my visit my brother. I'm supposed to take a vacation soon, go visit him because he lives he lives off grid. He lives in solar powered trailer. That'd be cool. And yeah, and so if shit hits the fan, I could go up there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but he has. Uh, he's like, I have some Eland burger waiting for you. And I'm like, I'm down. Right. Eland. Eland. You ever heard of Eland? I don't know what that is, but I'm it's, almost, it. it's almost like a deer. It's like a dip, it's like an offshoot of a deer. But yeah, I'm like I'm down. <laughs> oh yeah, I would try. I love moose burgers and stuff like oh, that. Oh yes, so mm -hmm. bad. Moose is like the least gamey tasting meat, right? Of the yep. game meat, right? Yeah. So good. But, so um, what about you, Nico? What what's the weirdest thing you've eaten? Weirdest thing I've eaten? I've had kangaroo before. That was kind of oh, interesting. That's, a, that's something I've never tried. <laughs> I've heard that it's so lean that it's hardly flavorful. Yeah, it tastes a lot like venison. You know? it's Yeah. But it was interesting. I mean, I don't know. I grew up, you know, my, I'm Greek, so I've had a lot of interesting octopus, things like that. Oh, yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's not too much I wouldn't eat anymore nowadays. There was a yeah. moment where I was kosher for about five years, but oh god, <laughs> I've talked to Dave about that before. But you were doing the the Bible thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Same here. Myself. I even, yeah, me too, man. I even mm -hmm. grew the fucking beard. I had, to, I was wearing the tzitzits, the talit, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was just like going deep, and and I read this book, like how to like try this one guy who was trying to live out. Uh, the Old Testament as best as he could and he's just being like made fun of the whole time he's wearing like white linen no like no mixed fibers had the beard he had a walking stick everything right his wife thought he was she he was insane he wouldn't let her he wouldn't let her sit on the couch when she had her period <laughs> it was what? a hilarious hilarious book because yeah. he, he was trying to do all the things in like Leviticus and all that shit right mm-hmm and he wrote this book about a lot. I, I was just dying laughing reading it, and that's one of the books that made me like get out of that kind of thing. I'm like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you, you can't do it. It's impossible. No, and it's so funny because like when you get into that, they start. Everyone starts thinking you're crazy, you know, and you are. Mm -hmm. And then they they tell you, you know, like when you listen to these videos or you read it, it's like 
the more people think you're crazy, that means it's working and you're doing it right. So you start, it's like, it's a, it, what is that circular reasoning? It's like, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's, it was interesting. It was an interesting uh, moment in my life, but. Do you have any weird stories about that? Um, You were doing I, it for five years. Yeah, I started, well, it was just about, uh, about. Uh-oh. Did we did we lose you, Nico? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Uh I was never like fully committed to it. I was kind of half assing it a little bit, just picking the parts I liked, you know. But right. it, it was uh I don't know, I had a lot of weird like spiritual moments and I've lost a lot of friends, things like that. But what Oh, so did I. Yeah. What snapped me out of it was um I was having my son. My son was my wife was pregnant with him at the time. And the idea of circumcision, and I was like, everything in the Old Testament is all about it. And something in my gut was like, nope, you're not doing that to him, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And that kind of woke me up out of it. And then I got sober, and then I just kicked the habit completely. <laughs> I was like, I'm done yeah. with it. You just... know what's funny is we used to actually do circumcisions in our office because um, our doctor was good buddies with a bunch of OBGYNs and if the OBGYN didn't have time after delivering, they would send them to our office to do. Um, It was the most horrific procedure to assist with. Mm. Um, The hospital has, has much better (laughs) tools, I guess, than what we did. And I was just like the first time I ever saw one and the, the screaming of the baby i was like holy crap i hate this that's insane it's like it's like the first traumatic experience you can give oh yeah it's it was terrible because we had this thing that was called a bell um Mm -hmm. and it's like this cap that goes over the end and it's got like a hole in it so you pull the skin up and then safety pin it and then you take a scalpel and and trim around this bell and then the, I mean, you can't. There's nothing to numb them with, and so they're like bleeding and screaming bloody murder. And then you have to hold like Vaseline gauze on it for a long, long time, which God, of course that burns too. Yeah, it was it was graphic. And like every time we would have a med student come through, and they would come in to watch the procedure, we would have somebody pass out. Yeah, it's wow. It, yeah. It's barbaric. I mean, yeah, it, it really is. So it was I mean, rough. If if that's something he wants to do when he's older, that's up to him. But I just, I'm not. I couldn't do it to him. Right. You know? Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people know this part about it. But you know what the rabbis do when they do that, right? Yeah, they like suck it clean afterwards. It's <laughs> How fucked up is that shit, uh-huh. dude? What? Yeah. Yeah, they suck the fucking they suck the penis so to try to cauterize, cauterize the womb. Okay, now. Yeah, there was a huge herpes outbreak in like New York City a few years ago because of that. Like all these newborns were having herpes. <laughs> oh my god! Now think about that. I'm sorry, but that is so wrong and so inappropriate because to me that is an early child abuse thing 100 percent. i learned that that's pedophilia Mm -hmm. yeah it's fucking crazy 
that is psychotic. And then, and then here's the thing. If you believe the germ theory, the mouth has so much bacteria in it, according to, you know, studies. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you believe the germ theory and you're putting your dirty ass mouth on a raw peewee, I mean, hello. I totally yeah. could have said something else. I'm trying Pee-wee. to. I'm trying to sort. I'm trying to sort of be adult. <laughs> I have a hard time. So yeah. Oh my god! Like, but there's actually like, like uh, I was on Telegram and I saw videos of that shit, and I'm like, I can't fucking watch this. That's fucked up. Yeah, like they, they're just literally going right up there. And who who videos that? Who videos that? Do you I guess show that at parties or what? Right, Mazel Tov. <laughs> right, Lahayam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's I absolutely insane. Yeah, I shall pass like, on that. When I saw that. I was just like, wow, this has been happening for fucking centuries. Yeah, it's insane. It's it's just it's a satanic blood sacrifice, as far as I'm concerned. You know? Yeah, and you know what? I miss my foreskin. I want it back, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't see how it's any different than female genital mutilation. You know? Oh, right. Yeah, I've seen that too, and that is. We had a lot of um, patients at the teaching hospital that were from. Ooh, all kinds of countries that do that. And mm. I have seen some of the most horrific mutilizations, mutil- mutilations. Like, Sorry yeah. about that. Oh, um, Mutilizations. That even, yeah, <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> New term for the dictionary. Um, but yeah, it was like graphic. And then, of course, you've got a lot of... Um, cultures who don't believe that the females should talk and so the males would talk and then they're like well uh they can only see a female doctor to look at that Mm -hmm. and you know but the uh the ones that didn't bring their spouse yeah i got to see some things that i mean they like people have been uh not only cut up but used a blowtorch on Ugh. what glass i mean whew. it's some crazy stuff are you fucking kidding me dave no. you didn't tell me this is what the podcast was about <laughs> i honestly this is kind of just, it kind of just took a turn but yeah, no, yeah. But, no, it's important to talk about it's like the shit that goes on in this world sometimes i mean and people have no idea that it's going on Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want, me to, oblivious. you want me to tell you a happy story about the JJ? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, um, with this patient that would come in and it was either glitterized, you know what I'm saying? Bejeweled. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Be, bejeweled. Or um, she would come in and she would like put the biggest ball for her tongue ring, you know, that she could find and she would come in and he would go to do her exam Mm -hmm. and she would literally, it would get her excited. 
Okay. Yeah. And she would just lay there in like ecstasy while he's doing this. And it'd wow. be like, do you like the glitter? Do you like the jewels? I did that for you. <laughs> With her tongue ring. And I'm like, oh, help me. Mother Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I've got so many stories about interesting things. Yeah. Honestly, like it, it, this shit doesn't really surprise me. Like I say, wow, like, holy shit. But at the same time, it's like nothing surprises me anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the UFOs could come down right now and be like, yeah, whatever. I knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like seriously. And I thought doing? shit in the teaching industry, like in the teaching field was bad. I used to be a teacher too. Yeah, and, that too. You know, it's very similar. I mean, yeah. Nico, did you have, did you have any like teachers in the faculty that were like the hottest teacher that all the kids were got going goo goo over? I mean, I'm pretty good looking. My no. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, well, me, but that's beside the point. No, we're not gonna talk. No, um, <laughs> they actually had to have an assembly at the school I was teaching at, uh, at the elementary school, because there was like, it wasn't a swingers club because none of them were married, but they were all just hooking up in random janitor's closet. They had to like have an assembly for the teachers. What teachers? Like, yeah, saying like, guys, you cannot be, you know screwing around wow <laughs> work I, I mean it's insane and i was at the elementary school <laughs> oh, fuck. well hopefully it was just with the teacher <laughs> yeah and well, it was any students yes okay. it was just yeah, with the yeah, teachers, yeah. but still just the fact that like <laughs> they had to have an assembly and like i just <laughs> talk about <laughs> sexual misconduct <laughs> Look, That's it's crazy. not it's not in the uh, hiring paperwork. You're not supposed to have sex in the janitor's closet. But hey, <laughs> that gives a whole new meaning to cleaning your closet. So that, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's if you're gonna do it, do it in the uh, in the gymnasium equipment room. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nico, were you ever in that closet? No, no, I, I, I was in the middle uh, school. <laughs> you you were good. Yeah. No, I I I just kept to myself when I was teaching because I really didn't fit in. I um I was a long term substitute teacher there for multiple different things. And I was I was just a sub, so I never got like any I couldn't go to any union meetings or anything like that. I was at faculty meetings and stuff, but I just kind of stuck to myself because after like the first year I was over it and I just, I would go in, do my job and leave. Just tried to get out of it as quick as possible. I didn't. That I can understand. Yeah. So Mrs. Patterson didn't call you into her um, classroom after hours and like spread her legs on the desk for you, right? (laughs) No, but. Can you bang my erasers? (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God. (laughs) So, okay. I have a question for both of you guys. Um, When it comes to the, the, uh, we're going back to the Bible. Okay. Old Testament, New Testament. Because mm-hmm. I heard, I watched a video today where this guy was like saying that the test, the the God of the Old Testament is separate from Jesus, and Jesus came to go against the God of the Old Testament, who is the oppressor. What are your thoughts on that, guys? 
Well, we were kind of talking about this the other day, Dave. Um, I just, I don't know what clicked in my head and I might've heard it somewhere. I'm not going to say I came up with this idea, but I really think that the God of the old Testament, the, you know, the voice you hear and the commands and stuff is just the deep state of the day, putting out propaganda to keep people under control. Right. Cause well, it, when, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, um, for me and growing up, Oh my God. I apologize for this ahead of time, but um, I was raised in Catholic school. So I got a lot of Catholic indoctrination. I am no longer part of the Catholic church, mind you. However, um, I think that uh, there's a lot of misinterpretation of the Bible. Um, There's also a lot of manipulation as far as I'm concerned, where, you know, there's books that were written and then, you know, the church decided not to put them in. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is misinterpreted and it's, it's another means of manipulation and control. Like you said, um, where it's kind of like, you're going to live this way and you're going to do this and you're going to obey me. And that was not the point have you guys ever seen, um, oh my God, I just had a total brain fart. Brain fart. Uh, it's from Angel Studios and it's a new series on the Bible. Okay. Oh my God. I'm having I've a- never heard of Angel Studios. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. <clears throat> um, but talk for a minute and I'll see if I can find it because it's. It's a really good series, and it is more what I believe and not, you know, what I was indoctrinated with church. Right. Uh, it's funny because what I... The Chosen. I've... It's called The Chosen. The Chosen, okay. It's, it's the most amazing series, and it's like, you know, he's got, like, all these people traveling with him. He's got women traveling with him. And it's like explains so much more and, and the way that he believed and the way that he actually um, gave people the option to like improve themselves and, and be, be godly, if you right. will say, um, instead of the uh, biblical interpretation from the quote scholars. That's like, oh, no, you shouldn't drink. You shouldn't smoke. You shouldn't swear. You shouldn't have too much money. You shouldn't blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What does that that, sound like? Yeah, that shit makes people, like, fear everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So to me, me it's manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's no way we could ever know. I mean, how many people know ancient Aramaic? How many people know how to translate that a handful maybe yeah in the world so i mean really we're leaving it up to them and they could put whatever they want and how do they even know exactly and see for me it's not about a building um like belief to me is my relationship with god not 100 percent my relationship Mm -hmm. with a church and doing what the priest tells me because he claims to be, 
in the know with God. Well, no. An ambassador for God. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, but I get my messages directly from him on what I'm supposed to be doing, not from church. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And give us money so we can build another one. Yeah. Give us, dude, we had, we had this priest at our Catholic school, Catholic church, where, um, they bought the parish bought him a new Cadillac and he would stand at the pulpit and he would preach about the evils of drinking and how it's sinful and blah, blah, blah. And he went out on St. Patrick's day and got flipping tanked and crashed the car. And then it was like, well, I can do that because I'm godly. (laughs) <laughs> but you're not supposed to because you're not. And no, for like, me and not for me. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. Yeah. It's like, dude, like I, I'm I'm a spiritual guy, you know, but I'm not perfect. I prefer right. I don't profess that I'm perfect. Nobody is perfect. <clears throat> I drink every night. I smoke cigarettes. Oh, me too. It's like fuck, man. Like we're living in a world right now where it's like you kind of people need their vices, you know? But my thinking is um, like, he wants you to be happy. If you believe in God, uh, my feeling is he wants you to be happy. So that even this whole, you should never divorce. You should always stay married, even if they're abusive or they burn you or, you know, whatever the case, or they're a massive drug addict or they're, beating your children or whatever i don't believe that i think he wants everybody to be happy and to be as good as they can be and i don't believe you know the whole you know if if drinking or smoking makes you happy great if you've got other things that you do that you know make you happy good for you but you have to also um know deep down what's morally wrong you know what i mean you have to have that moral fiber oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure like and you have to do the shadow work on yourself too like oh of course okay there's this big demon i have in my life and it needs to be eliminated right i stumble once or twice no big deal i'm gonna keep aiming for that target Right. And the word word sin itself, the word sin means to like miss the mark, right? Right. So if you're missing the mark, you're just missing the mark, you're still aiming for the center. Right. So yeah. Exactly. And I mean it just I'm a firm believer, as long as you're not hurting anyone else and you're doing what right. you know, live and right. let live. You know, I know that kind of borders on some like I guess Luciferian ideas to an extent, but you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're a good person and you're, you know, that whatever vice you have, that's your vice to deal with, you know, right. 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 So, so in that video, I was telling that sparked this conversation. The guy also said that Jesus and Lucifer are the same thing because he said that Jesus is like the, the light of the world. And he's and Lucifer is the light bringer or the light bearer, so it's almost like the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, Whereas the, the God duality. of the Old Testament, the God of the Old Testament, 
is like the oppressive murderer who said, you can sit on the couch if you're having your period. You can't do this. You can't do that. Almost like a whole list of you can't do this. Right. Right. But the, in the Ten Commandments, the main golden rule that Jesus sums up is that treat others like you would you would want to be treated. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's how I live my life. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I know. I just always found it so weird that like the chapter before you have Moses getting the Ten Commandments and then the next book is all these laws. And right. it makes you wonder, like. Are the laws more important than the commandments? Because the commandments seem pretty solid and they're kind of hard to argue with mm-hmm. for the most part. And then you have all these laws like don't eat shrimp. Don't mix your wool with, you know, linen. Don't don't tattoo yourself and things like that. And, yeah. And to yeah. me, to me, I think those were <clears throat> man. I think those. Yeah, those that is uh, man made. That is not anything that would come from god or higher being he would never like be be that you know like don't sit on the couch if you have your period i mean if you have a white couch you might want to put a towel down just saying (laughs) or plastic i don't know something maybe 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 that's why in the old days like grandparents and great-grandparents would plastic all the furniture (laughs) You sneeze, you pee. I don't know. Those things happen. I don't know. It's such a common thing. Like, I even had a dream about that the other day, like, where I was in somebody's house uh, getting away from these kidnappers, actually. And I went into their house and I, I, I saw their living room. This is a dream, keep in mind. And I'm like, <laughs> and I looked into their living room, like, oh, you got a beautiful living room. They're like, don't go in there. If you go in there, your wife has to clean the whole thing. <laughs> right. That, and that's the, that's like the that funniest too. shit. Yeah. And they used to put not only the plastic on the furniture, but those like see-through plastic runners like all over carpet. And I'm like, what's the point of having carpet if you can't like walk on it? Or yeah. furniture if you can't sit? Now, mind you. There are some instances where you probably wouldn't people wouldn't want people to sit on your furniture <clears throat> for certain reasons, but you know, I, I don't get that. To me, that's just like an, an uh, a materialistic excess thing. Yes, you got this room with this beautiful furniture and it's beautifully de- decorated, but you can't go in there. <laughs> Somebody might have to clean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to saran wrap my whole fucking house. <laughs> Shit. It's like, I had this, I had this one friend and this is no word of a lie. I had this one friend where like the, the second level, uh, the living room that you don't touch. Right. But you have to go upstairs to get to the bedrooms. So he's like, dude, do me a favor, hug the banister and put your foot over the carpet onto the stairs. So you don't touch the carpet. Because if my mom sees a footprint on the carpet, she's going to have to vacuum the whole fucking house. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Yeah. No, my dad used to have a pool table and it was like a $2,000 pool table. He had like red velvet on it or whatever. And no one was allowed to touch it. And it's like, what's the point of having a pool table if no one's allowed to ever play pool? You know, it it just... I don't know. No, that, bring it on. Uh, I would be happy to come over and play pool. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I guess it's the same kind of uh, 
it's the same kind of um, mentality about like, <clears throat> excuse me, collecting action figures and keeping them in the box. Right. Can't play with them. I'm just keeping them. I'm collecting them. You know, like you have a whole room in your house devoted to that. That's that's insane. You know what that is? That's that's torture. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you buy those for your kids and you're like, but you can't play with it and you can't open it. You just can look at the box. Yeah. It's the what form the of, hell it's, kind it's of a, control is that? It's yeah. I was just gonna say and, with the furniture and stuff, once you have kids, like get have a kid and get a dog and you will stop caring about <laughs> keeping your furniture. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 I not to mention that uh the uh traumatization that the kids of these parents have to go through where they can't step foot in this one room or else you know exactly my my daughter materialism is just insane it's gone for me i don't it doesn't exist for me me neither i like simple shit um and i don't like my ex-husband was massively materialistic and it's like when we were getting divorced, he's like, I want the house and both the cars and all the furniture and the towels and the dishes and silverware and all the canned food and all the stuff in the freezer. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all I want is my daughter. So, yeah, you can keep everything. And if you really think you need to keep her her baby clothes, you can have that, too. I mean, I don't know. Like, shit can be replaced. Yeah, that's <clears throat> that sounds to me like uh, a little bit of OCD. Oh, he he was a psycho. He's still a psycho. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, I just want away from you, and you can literally have everything you want. You can have the very last wash rag in the house. Like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, like, it matters not. Well, that's but so yeah. interesting. It's just the idea of freedom <clears throat> is so much more important than shit, you know? Just material. Oh, definitely. So. I was well, just I think, I I think, get uh, away. <laughs> I think uh, people's perspective are, of freedom is highly misconstrued. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, somebody would say, oh, I'm free to do whatever I want, so I can have this room in my house where nobody can go because I like it that way. Yeah, but that's just you're you're enslaving yourself. Like uh, you're a slave because you can't touch the things you've collected. I mean, like exactly, it, it's so ridiculous the mindset. And yeah, I mean, I had a father that was very much like that. So, I mean, I still have him. He's still alive, but <laughs> you know, we don't talk. Yeah, very often, but yeah, it just I don't understand it. Like just collecting stuff, and you know, I. You just, again, once you have kids, you just learn to let that go because shit's going to get broken. You can't have anything too nice because it's it's just not worth it. There's boogers on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Nose goblins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's um, so funny that you said that because, I mean, what what in the world do you, especially if you're an adult, what do you want to collect stuff like women collect dumb shit like figurines, baskets, shoes, whatever. Shoes are a little different, but like, Nick, no, 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not that way. I don't have a lot of shoes, but what I'm saying is like stuff that you sit around 
if you clean your own house, you have to fucking dust around that shit. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. do you want that? I don't understand. I mean, I hello, like my life is busy enough. I don't need stuff to, you know, like have to dust around even more so. And so I'm not a collector and like shoes. Like I am probably the female that has the least shoes because I cannot stand like you have to get these because they, they look cute. No, like I'm old. And so no, I just want to wear something that's fucking comfortable. It's like cars. Yeah, I don't need like tons of stuff because it's, it's like, dumb. Yeah, for me, it's like, it's like cars. Like, dude, I just want to have, I just want my ship box to take me from point A to point B. I don't need to like <laughs> spend exactly. thousands of dollars on a fucking car mm-hmm. and, or, and like wash it every weekend by hand and or like, buy I, a boat just to sit in the driveway so your neighbors uh, know you have one. Like, I get it. Yeah, I no. get it. But I don't get it at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, All no. right, let's stop talking about my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> but is your dad a pack rat? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so is my dad. They would get along mm-hmm. nicely. Mm-hmm. My dad, uh, my, like, my totally dad's... takes, like, jellies or butters or salt and pepper or sweetener from the restaurant. Mm. Oh, Anytime shit. he goes out and he saves that or he will, um, like, use a paper towel to wipe his sweat off and then he lays it out to dry and reuses it oh my god right. yeah. my dad's not that bad but yeah like, my dad no, is a no, psycho he is he, he he i've seen him reuse tinfoil before so yes mm-hmm. same thing <laughs> yep i'm not that way no Mm-mm. and i don't sort stuff either so yeah like the people that are like <gasps> like they'll come to my house and they'll be like oh my god you should totally recycle your aluminum foil and your plastic should go in another sack and i'm like i literally would need to build like another wing on my house just to separate stuff and that's not gonna happen yeah that <laughs> you gotta have one for paper and cardboard and yeah no. No. and here's mm-hmm. the thing i i just was thinking about this the other day uh because i just took my garbage down too but uh, last week or two weeks ago they were like running behind like for labor day and right. i saw the recycling trucks picking up garbage and throwing it right in they don't sort anything it's all no. an illusion they right. tell you you know yeah oh yeah and if you really look at the rules for recycling if there's any scrap of food still in a container if there's right. one little that it goes right in the landfill and nothing, that's the yep. thing you have to wash the shit first i hello mm-hmm. no why am i gonna use like a dog food can or cat food can or a bear can and and wash it out and dry it to put it in a plastic bag or a paper bag to, or a bin to like take it somewhere like to throw no yeah yeah no it's ridiculous wash out that it's aluminum a, foil with think, the lasagna yeah. on it <laughs> yeah no no i don't think so i'm not scraping the <laughs> aluminum foil with the caked on cheese. I'm sorry. That's when you just gnaw that off with your teeth. (laughs) This is the best part. It's like cheese paper from a burger. Yeah. I think the whole recycling thing years ago was to condition us for the climate change agenda. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
because all bullshit. You can't have straws because they get stuck in sea turtles' noses. Um, but uh, it's okay to have other things that are made of paper or plastic or you know aluminum or you know whatever the case may be. And I'm like. Yeah, people throw pop cans in the ocean and in the lakes and stuff too. And what's like a turtle gonna get drunk from a the beer that's left <laughs> in it? I'm just saying. I, I not to oh crap. Not to mention these dirty uh disease infested masks that we're throwing around all over. Exactly, but but they're <clears throat> here to protect you, but there's they don't have to go in the biohazard waste. Unbelievable. Uh, and then I, I know this is gross and you're dudes, but I'm just going to say um, it's like chicks throwing like tampons or whatever, like on the ground. Like this, the mask are the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. it's just nasty or a poopy diaper. It's no different than that. The mask is just as gross. I agree. Absolutely. I detail um, cars, so I, I, I've seen some pretty nasty shit in cars <laughs> that people leave it, Right? It's disgusting. Dirty mm -hmm. breaking the boys. But Have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys? Yes. Dirty <laughs> breaking the boys? <laughs> uh, Janet, here yeah. is a question yes. that I was thinking about asking you. Oh my god, what do I have to have the right answer? <laughs> Not particular, just your thoughts. Okay. The whole virus thing. Not COVID in general, but the whole viruses as a whole. Do they exist? No. Thank you. Expand on that. Um, I do not believe in the germ theory whatsoever. Um, the very first theory that they ever had was called the miasmatic theory. And what that was, was basically um, your area, uh, if it's polluted, uh, like people taking craps in the street, like, you know, back in the 1800s and whatnot. And or India present day. Yeah. Or like in Nancy Pelosi's district in San Francisco or, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's like your environment is is quote diseased just because of the pollution um, because you know like a rotting carcass or something like that you don't want a, rot a rotting carcass laying in your water supply you know because that contaminates things um, and so that was the very first thing and then along comes you know the germ theory and then we introduce that's when we do introduce, oh, my God, we discovered anthrax. Uh, that's when the words pandemic um, and epidemic and infectious became a thing in terminology. Okay. <clears throat> what, around what year was that? Sorry. Or oh. who? Sorry about that. That was a bear burp. Um, oh, that's okay. I'll uh, keep that in. It was like early 1900s is when they introduced uh, the germ theory. And then, of course, you have Louis Pasteur that's like, oh, yes, like I discovered such and such. But he didn't because he stole it from an associate. 
Um, that, and that's what they always do. They always steal somebody else's work and claim it for their own. Sure. Sound familiar, Dr. Fauci? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's when all that stuff happened. And of course, you have the um, setup of the medical schools and whatever from the Rockefellers, and they're all in on it. And even Pasteur was like a huge political person and so we're pushing that um narrative yeah i'm not gonna say left or right um i'm just gonna say good versus evil um type thing Mm -hmm. and then me personally i believe in the terrain theory which is basically um nothing can survive inside of your body as long as your body's in balance so as long as your body maintains its homeostasis and it's not too acidic or too base, um, you will actually not ever get sick. And that's why there's a lot of people that never get anything because they're watching their diet. They're not consuming a lot of sugar. They're monitoring their urine for pH levels, um, stuff like that. I'm sorry, alkaline or acidic. That's what I mean. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, cancer like, can't survive in an alkaline state. That's correct. correct. Yeah. And no disease can. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only time that you see like a massive uptick in cancer or quote viruses, quote bacteria, because you do have like good bacteria in your body, like in your gut. Sure. And yeah. the reason that exists is to break down food. <clears throat> it does not cause disease. Um it's, it's your body's thing because, like, all of that stuff feeds on sugar. So if you, like, load yourself up on tons of pasta or potatoes or you're constantly eating sweets or, you know, whatever, it becomes very sugary. Your body becomes very yeasty. And so you can literally have yeast all throughout your system. Um, and, and yeast feed on sugar. And that is when you see a lot of... Um, diseases come forth like, you know, the cancer cells or uh, autoimmune disorders, things like that. When, when things are out of balance, like if your gut bacteria is out of balance, you're going to see a lot of Crohn's disease and, and things like that happen. So that's my problem is I have Crohn's. Yeah. And a lot of people do. Yeah. And um, a lot of people that I talk to, uh, and on my in my daily life, like at work and whatnot, they say, like, "Oh, dude, I got a fucking shit again. Oh, it's like the third time. Oh, it's diarrhea." Oh. I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I know what you're talking about. It's probably Crohn's or right. diverticulitis or whatever, right? Right, and they never go to the doctor for it. Right, and it's like, it's probably just as well that they don't go to the doctor because they're right. going to be put on meds and shit. But That's true. They got to balance it out." Right. They're going to be put on meds, um, steroids in general is their favorite thing to do. Um, and uh, like uh, Remicade treatments, things like that, that they use for Crohn's disease, which is a super bad idea because um, those things irritate it. Uh, steroids will actually irritate it, even though it's quote to take out inflammation there. It also, uh, activates your sugar, um, your sugar 
it loves steroids. And really? so it's like turning a little sugar cube into a huge uh, sugar block for animals to feast on. That's wow. exactly what happens is steroids actually, like anybody that's diabetic should never, ever take a steroid because mm -hmm. it makes your sugar like go berserk. Crazy. Yeah. And so those are things you should never do. And there's a lot of things that you can do to treat that on your own. Like um, oregano oil is really good for that because um, it takes care of the yeast and balances that uh, gut bacteria, gut flora. Um, garlic is also like a, a massive antimicrobial um, healer. And a lot of people that have Crohn's disease, they have a flare-up, um, which basically means irritation, inflammation in the gut. And so if you concentrate on taking <clears throat> care of those things, it helps to put your body back in balance so you don't need the meds. Wow. Okay, so I'm on two medications right now. Mm -hmm. One is uh, because my doctor diagnosed me back in 2009 or 10 with mild mm -hmm. Crohn's. Right. And he put me on Pentassa, which is mm -hmm. uh, anti inflammatory for the gut. Right. Specifically for the gut, right? Mm -hmm. And when he put me on it, I, I, it worked wonders. I was like, holy shit, I'm, I'm shitting like normally again, right? Mm -hmm. And over the years, it just started, it's just kind of like, I'm still taking it on the same dosage, but it's just not doing what it did before. Probably because I'm fucking drinking and smoking. <laughs> but at the same time, um, I started taking vitamin uh, D3 on the regular. Right. And ever since I, I started doing the D3, I haven't had so much of a sniffle or a sore throat. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's exactly, I mean, for, for sunlight is important. Sunlight is important. So is zinc. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of sunlight because uh, I work outside. So yeah. I got a lot of sunlight. Plus I got the D3 in me. Um, but I did have to start taking um, another drug uh, called Ciprolex, which is an antidepressant. Because when I do get a flare up, I get super depressed because the serotonin in my gut is getting flushed out. It's not going to my brain. That's because your gut, your, your gut and your brain communicate. Um, it's called a, a gut brain biome. And it is like your central nervous system. It's your secondary central nervous system. And so when that gut bacteria is off, it sends messages to your brain um, you get really fatigued, you can't sleep, you oh my like, god, either you like massively overeat, which of course a lot of people with Crohn's disease do not follow their Crohn's dietary suggestions. Right. Um, and so that continually stays out of balance, and so your gut is constantly telling your brain, hey, poke, poke, poke. Uh, yeah, you need to like 
tell the body not to sleep. Yeah, you need to tell the body not to get restful sleep. You need to tell the body to wake up every two hours and not get a continual night's sleep. You need to tell the body to be fatigued, sore, draggy, achy, uh, brain fog, all of that kind of stuff. And that's right. exactly what happens because those two things, they're not in balance. And so they're, they're sending mixed messages. Now, Dave, have you tried going gluten-free like I told you? Or I have not. I should right. try it, though. Right. <clears throat> that's a thing uh, that I should try. But is there gluten in beer? Because if there is, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck. Yeah, beer, beer is a ter- beer bowls a Beer is a terrible thing to take. <laughs> oh, my God. Just switch yeah, to hard talking. liquor. You'll be fine. <laughs> But there's a lot of like wheat in beer too, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. So, that's correct. Yeah. If my doctor was listening to this right now, he'd be like, "You're a fucking dick. You're not coming back to my office." <laughs> yeah, and like any um, anything that has sugar, so like uh, pastas, um, potatoes, you know, hash browns sweets of course but like anything that has natural sugars even a lot of fruit you shouldn't eat that either yeah yeah i find it's a sugar thing yeah i find that um any it's it's crazy because like i tried to switch to like a healthier diet with like more vegetables and fruit and shit but it just like completely exacerbates my system great and that's the thing, um, because I have a really, I have two really good friends that have uh, Crohn's disease. And one of them is like strictly vegetarian. And he still has issues literally all the time. And I'm like, okay, you need to tell me like exactly what you're eating. Oh, I added a protein. Um, but and I'm like, okay, so where are you getting this? And I'm like, oh, it's a lunch meat thing. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That is is packaged with tons of fucking nitrates. Oh, yeah. yeah. And stuff, which absolutely will irritate your Crohn's. For sure. 100,000%. And then, of course, the other person that has Crohn's disease, uh, he cannot stay away from Red Bull. And then he's like, he's like, I'm like connected to him on a different level and I'll call him and I'll be like, I know you're sick. I'm like, are you having a flare up again? And he's like, how did you know? And I'm like, I don't know. I feel it. And it's like, yeah, I had too much Red Bull or, you know, I ate pasta or whatever. And I'm like, you know, how many times we have this conversation? Right. Got that shit out. Uh, uh, I wonder how many of these people are Tauruses who are like, because like, I'm a Taurus and I'm stubborn. I'm definitely a stubborn Taurus. Man. Just, uh, just you know try I mean? it, man. Because I think I talked about it on the last episode. Like, my son was diagnosed with celiacs. He was getting headaches. Right. right. Uh, just throwing up, diarrhea, the whole thing. And they wanted right. to send him for MRIs and all this stuff. And finally we were his his regular doctor wasn't in and it was the nurse practitioner and she's kind of more naturopathic right you know to an extent and she just ran some blood work and i mean his levels were over 100 right and 
we switched. We, I mean, we cleaned the whole house out. There's no gluten products in here. Right. And there is a detox period where you have to kind of yeah. get it out of your system. And But I, I haven't felt better in years. I mean, mm-hmm. and, so and he's you, feeling better. So you uh, his diet too, right? Yeah, he's he's compl- he's been gluten-free now since uh, – about july like the beginning of july july 6 7 something like that we just switched him out and when we took him a couple weeks ago they ran more blood work his levels were like down to 10 so they went from over 100 down to 10 so i'm sure in a couple more months he'll be back to normal and yeah i mean he's sleeping better he's not getting headaches maybe one or two as opposed to every night right right that's amazing, man. And you, you, you feel uh, pretty good too. On that? I feel, I feel great. Um, I have a ton more energy. I've also switched. I stopped drinking. I've been drinking distilled water for like the last three weeks, and kind of adding my own like magnesium and other supplements in there just to keep it balanced. But yeah, I, I feel great. That's amazing. Yep. yep. I should definitely try it. I mean, I mean, the beer thing is gonna kill me. Nah, like I said, switch to some hard liquor. You'll be fine. <laughs> I, if I do hard liquor, though, dude, I'll be like stumbling all over my apartment and shit. I'll be like, <laughs> beer, like be- beer, like it doesn't give me hangovers. I told Janet that the other day. Yep. And, uh, but like liquor, man, like I just, uh, I don't know. I just can't do it. Yeah. And that, that's an age thing um, because like for me, the older that I get, the longer like a hangover from liquor lasts, and it's like three or four days. Yeah, but sorry, I don't, sorry, I don't get that with beer. But then again, I don't drink like every day. Sorry, so. Nico, I think your your mic is too close to your nose. You sound like Darth Vader. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. That was gaming with people. I'm like, dude. Pull your mic out of your your butthole. <laughs> don't don't kink shame me, Dave. Hey, wait! I could play you a really good tune if I put mine in my butthole, but no, I won't yeah. do that. <laughs> That's impressive. Hey, girls, fart too. Yeah, I know. They also queef. I know, and and I burp like a sailor. So there you go. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, like. I just, I just, I have so many questions about like what people's thoughts are on the Bible and I'm going back to the Bible again, you know, but do you guys think like we're like close to the end times or like, uh, do you think this jibby jabby is the mark of the beast or do you think it's a precursor to the, to the, to the mark of the beast? I I feel like, it probably happens every so often we go through cycles and right. the deep state is going to try to attempt to play out this script. And right. I think they're trying it with this and seeing how many people comply. But I think they, they were a little too hasty with this one. I think they kind of jumped the gun on a lot of things. And even though a lot of people did get it, I think a lot more people are actually waking up and, you know, going to say no to the next step, but we'll see. I mean, it could be, but I, I just think that the deep state takes the Bible, especially like the book of revelations as like a mm-hmm. sick theater play that they want to try to act out in the world. And right. Right. 
And I, I happen to agree with that. And, and here's a case in point. Um, so with the whole uh, Biden administration and they're pissed at Texas for, you know, the abortion ruling that they had um, and the Supreme Court sided with them. And so the Biden administration sued them and it was like, no government has the right to interfere or to tell people what medical procedures they can and can't have. That's, that's Hello. psychological warfare right yeah. there. I mean, yeah. 100% that is psychological yeah. warfare. So at the, at the same time, you know, they're mandating that you don't have a choice and that you will comply unless, of course... Uh, you're a congressperson or you work for the United States Postal Service. Those are the two uh, opt-outs. Um, Why so, the Postal Service, though? Well, because the Postal Service is the one that delivers the mail-in ballots. Oh, shit. And the truckloads of ballots. And so they're, they already had uh, conferences with Biden and they're like, we're not doing this. And, of course, they're like, okay. Because, you know, you can't have mail-in voter fraud or... There's no mailman. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, mm -hmm. the, if the mailmen all quit, like everyone else is quitting, it can't be an issue. But with that being said, um, and all that debacle that's going on, the Church of Satan has been nice enough to post... I know on, this one. ...on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter... That if you can no longer get an abortion in the state of Texas, that you can come to the uh, satanic temple and they will be happy to uh, give you a sacrificial abortion. What a fucking mindfuck that is. So, but that's allowable speech on, on, you know. <clears throat> public domains but by god i got threatened yesterday once a fucking again on instagram because i posted where uh, the gop a senator put or a, a representative put forth an amendment um to find out where the 85 billion dollars worth of equipment went to Okay, and then not a single Democrat voted for it, and Twitter took it, or not Twitter, Instagram took it down and threatened to ban me permanently because it, quote, was violence. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's public record. Like, their votes are public record. So this is not anything that you couldn't pull off of their public record for for voting on amendments and bills but yeah it's deemed violence because i guess even though you're a taxpayer or a constituent of somebody that was elected to congress you are not allowed to know if they're democrats how they vote or that if they're whatever goes against the narrative it doesn't have to be democratic it could also be rhinos or you know whatever but you're not allowed to know that as a taxpayer that is absolutely batshit insane uh-huh wow. and i also got censored not too long ago i got a warning because i was actually posting things directly from 
the CDC and the FDA <laughs> and the posts were removed for misinformation. misinformation. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, even seriously? On official website, like, I guess don't you... look at our site and don't listen to deplorable Janet because she's exactly. Even though I, I put the direct link from their own sites, but um, I guess the only information that you can post is something that the hookers at Snopes approve. Oh, Just Snopes. Saying. Good yeah. old Snopes. Yep. I remember when my aunt was alive, God rest her soul, but she used to like, I used to post stuff on Facebook back when I was on Facebook and she would be like, look at what Snopes says. And I'd fall for it because I thought Snopes was legitimate at the time. Right. Yeah. And, but God rest your soul, you know, like Snopes is bought and paid for. So. Oh yeah. They and all it, are. If you look into Snopes, I said hookers because that wasn't a lie. Um, mm -hmm. Because they have like porn stars and, or porn actors and whatever that work at Snopes. Quote fact checking. Wow. Stuff. So. Wow. Fluffing. The fluffers are fluffing the American. <laughs> They're fluffing <laughs> something. They're fluffing yeah. facts. <laughs> Unfucking real. They should put that fact fluffers. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's more accurate. I want to be a fact fluffer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this shit just blows my mind. What exactly was the, I, I mean, I've looked into it, but I haven't looked that deep into it. The Texas abortion law. Was it all abortions are banned or was it just after a certain time period? After 16 weeks, I believe it was. Okay. So it's not like if there's a medical reason that can still happen, if it's a threat to the <clears throat> mother or the child, is that... Am I on the right page? That can still be done if it's an emergency. I I don't know. God, the only thing I read was after 16 weeks, they cannot have an abortion. Okay, so and so then they they were like completely up in arms and screaming, "My body, my choice!" But you but, can't have yeah. a, you can't have a choice. But at 16 yeah, those weeks, are the I mean, same. It's, it's a it, it's pretty much a baby in there at that point if i'm not these are, the same, these are the same people that are saying take the vaccine or else exactly right. uh what about my body my choice i'm a man i can't have an abortion because i can't have a kid unless my name is uh what is what's his fucking name um that rapper there uh little Nas oh. or whatever mm -hmm. yeah looking all pregnant for his uh next album wow it's just it's psychological warfare. I'm telling growing you. Up, just, growing just... up, they always used to tell me that metal and rock was the devil's music, but no, it's pop music. Hundred percent. Music is the devil's music. De metal metal is all about like self empowerment and like finding your own path and everything. Whereas pop, like they demonized metal because it was all about getting out of the system and and like separating yourself from the system and everything it sounds aggressive and evil to the normal naked ear that listens to pop music but really when you look at the lyrics they're really like telling you how it really is yeah and i'm a i'm a metal head so there you are a metal head i am a metal head oh jesus christ okay <laughs> i knew i loved you <laughs> beer drinking smoking metal head oh. 
God. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode is uh, uh, Davey Wavy gets married to uh, deplorable Janet. <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. Nico okay. can officiate. <laughs> I'll get my uh, what? It, what is it? Become an ordained minister yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Online yeah. ordination. Yeah. yeah. I'll sign up for the course tonight so I can do it yeah. by next episode. We're not going to step foot in the church because we might burn. That's exactly right. <laughs> Instant flames. Do you guys remember, like back in the day, the spontaneous combustion? I've people? seen some like Mythbusters. Oh yeah, I remember uh, that. Are you guys are you guys really young, and you don't you didn't I'm, live through that? I'm 42, I'm... but I remember reading stories about it. Okay, I'm old. I'm um, 29. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why you've <laughs> never heard of it. But I just have to say, like that was some shit. That was another quote fair porn thing that they used to do and i was like oh my god all these people are spontaneously combusting hello character energy weapon um but anyway <laughs> it's like one of those things and like i'm in the kitchen cooking stuff and i walk through here and like i asked my husband i'm like what the hell are you watching he's like i don't know some show where like all these teenagers at this high school are spontaneously combusting and of course they brought in the cdc and you know all these other agencies and these you know full respirators and you know uh hazmat suits and whatever and they're like we have to develop a, a pill we have to develop the right pill so these kids stop spontaneously combusting and i'm like that was literally i don't know 40 some years ago and all of a sudden, there's a movie about this now. And I'm like, the fuck? Really? All predictive programming. Uh, yeah. I mean, I have to, like, monitor everything my son watches. Exactly. On, like, YouTube Kids. Like, every other <clears throat> It just goes through the algorithm. He'll watch something. And then the next thing that pops up, it was, like, a couple weeks ago. I think I sent you the link to it, Dave. It's like, a car needs to get his shots because he's not feeling good. And it's like everything is like just this programming, like get your shot to feel good. Get your, Does shot your to feel car good. normally get a shot. Right. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, come on now. Mm -hmm. Everything. It, it's it's absolutely insane. The amount of predictive programming and just blatant propaganda that's on these kids programs. I mean, even yeah. Sesame Street has gone like so woke. It's insane. Oh, but hey, we could put Gonzo in a dress. Well, that's okay. Right? He's just expressing Ooh. himself. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Oscar can pop out of the garbage can fully and have a penis or a vagina or both. Or both, yeah. Yeah. He's gender What's fluid. Yeah. Mm. I'm a boy today. That boy, surgery's gross, today. too, by the way. <laughs> oh, lopping off the penis? Yeah, that's not exactly what they do. Don't they like fillet it and flip yes. it around? The ball. And... They <laughs> split the ball, it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's 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 a beautiful <clears throat> thing to watch. I actually have a friend who I worked with that uh, I don't know if they got the surgery yet or not, but he, he's definitely uh, looking like a girl, you know. And God love him. 
like he's a great fucking person. You know what I mean? I have nothing against people who decide to do that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, I would, I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? I would never, I couldn't even fathom the thought. But again, that goes back to what I said. Just live and let live. If that's what you want to do, with yeah, your body, by all means. But don't do push you. this down the, you know, yeah. Road. There's a there's an agenda now to like, you know, because like you got the uh, the cross dressers or the trannies going into like kindergarten and preaching this shit on the kids. Like, don't don't touch the kids, man. Don't mm-hmm. touch them physically or mentally. Like, let them figure it out on their own. Come on, yep. man. I'll and I think right. that's a psyop too, though, just to get the idea of trans out there for the transhumanism yeah. nonsense mm-hmm. that they're going to try to push. And we all think it's about trannies. It's not. It's about integrating us with machines or, you know, stealing our soul in some way or another. And the transhumanism agenda has been around for centuries. It's not mm-hmm. just. It's not a new thing. No, we just. But they've been they've been drip feeding us with it, and it's now it's like a, like a a big huge thing, right? Mm-hmm. Janet, did you have to go somewhere? Oh yeah, she went. Okay, she left. Okay, so yeah, dude, it's like, have you seen? Um, oh my god, what's her name? Um, Barbie something on Instagram, and she posts like all the uh, genetic markers of all these celebrities who are. Um, you know, they're males, but they used to be females, but they don't disclose that to us. But she's looking at all the markers that they have, like the, the gender markers, like the Adam's apple and the mm-hmm. physical features of males in women and vice versa in men, right? Like the, the men have the, 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 the female markers in their bodies because most of the celebrities that we see and interact with on the TV or whatever are actually trans. I believe it. I mean, there's some that I, I've seen. I don't look, I haven't gone too deep into that, but there's a few that I'm like, ah, that's a little questionable. But then there's some you're like, ah, I believe it. I yeah. Believe I also think like, a lot of them are clones because if you really look, there's way too many celebrities that all look identical. You know, you really very much so. Yeah. You cannot differentiate between. I couldn't even name any of them just to give an example, but there's like four, you know, in a row and you're like, I, I thought they were all the same person, but they're not yeah. apparently. Even, even some of the children, the, the child actors, they look like some of the male child actors, they have very feminine um, markers, right. And their and mm-hmm. their genetic makeup. And it's like, yeah, they're, they're probably like born into this shit. And, uh, you know, they're probably trans. Trans clones. Uh, it could I be. I think that's sad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't sad. under I don't understand because, um, working around mental health patients for a really long time as well. Um, there's already enough mental illnesses out there right now and misdiagnosis of things, and you're adding to that by indoctrinating them in school and telling them uh, and confusing them at an early age. Like you don't have to be a boy. You don't have to be a girl. If you're a boy, you don't have to dress like one. You can wear a dress. If you're a girl, you don't have to wear a dress. You can dress like a boy. Yeah. 
you know, you can wear a headband, you can wear bracelets, you can wear, you know, heels or whatever. And you are creating that, that mental instability and that it's called body dysmorphia Mm -hmm. where you don't see yourself and, and, the same way that other people see you, yeah. you know, and it's like the same thing with, um, like nowadays the, the instances of anxiety, depression, um, are, are through the roof. It's, it's insane. Like, and there's been such a jump, but that leads again to like your body being able to keep a balance because when your body's in balance, your hormones are in balance. And so you're releasing the serotonin for sleep. You're releasing the endorphins and properly um, epinephrine and everything you need to, to stay um, in homeostasis. And it's like, they'll, they'll prescribe you antidepressants um, and anti-anxiety meds. Yep. And I will tell you, you cannot diagnose the two of those things together and give meds together for those because they fight each other because you got one that's an upper and one that's a downer. And so that alone is putting your body in a state of unbalance and, and your body's fighting because it doesn't know, am I supposed to be up? Am I supposed to be down? And so a lot of patients, when they come in um, for a follow-up and you ask them how they're feeling I don't feel any different or I'm still really depressed or I'm having panic attacks. I'm having anxiety attacks. That's because your, your body like never knows how to respond or what to do because those meds don't go together like at all. hundred percent. I am not to bash anybody in the uh, LGBTQ community because I have friends in that. Right. Yep, me too. But at the same time, most of them that I've met are seriously, they have serious mental issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's like very uh, disheartening for me because I love these people, but it's, and I want to be there for them. But at the same time, it's like, I tried to be there for one of my friends and it was like, it was just too much for me to handle. Like I, right. I was driving into the hospital all the time. It's like, fuck man, get your head sorted out. Like, What do you like if you don't even know how to like wake up and be like a boy or a girl, then there's some shit you gotta work on, you know? And I I, I wish them all the best. Like God God bless their souls, but like if you have a vagina, you're a girl. And if you have a penis, you're you're a guy. Right. It's like so easy to to see. Now they have like fifty million fucking pronouns. Right. And it's like make up your mind. But you know, like, you can, I, you can, it think, hurts, me. It hurts can, me to think that way. You can thank um, the Tavistock Institute um, because they partnered with the World Health Organization, um, which has put forth their school curriculum and they have redefined guidelines as far as uh, sex, sexual, sexuality, and sexual pleasure. And so these are all included in your quote gender identity now. And like so the, like what pleasures you? Yes. And okay. so we have kinks. Um, we have uh, all the phobias, 
um, you know, the uh, pedophilia or philias, I mean, not phobias, but, but we have uh, pedophilia and all the philias. We have um, asphyxiation I feel that. during sex. Uh, we have <laughs> toe sucking. Literally all of that is your, quote, gender identity. Your sexual pleasure is part of that now. And they have made sure of that along with the teaching that uh, you, I'm, they're pushing to have uh, your, your biological gender taken off of a birth certificate. So now you're a question mark until uh, you're like five what or is, what four or whatever the hell the state decides at that particular time. Wow. You but know? again, but they're, think, they're teaching these things that it's okay in school and they're teaching children as young as six that you should masturbate and it's okay to masturbate and it's okay if someone touches you. Because that's their gender oh, identity. Fuck. Yeah. I was that's wild. It's, it's all about weaponizing diversity. I did yeah. an episode with New York Patriot. I don't know when it's coming. I out, love him. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's fucking awesome. He's my dude. Shout out New York Patriot. Mm-hmm. Love you, man. But yeah, that they included gender and sexuality into di- their diversity. Right. You know, definition. And it's being taught in kindergarten now. I mean, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Right. And and that's yeah. that's one of those things that um, as long as they can create that confusion or that disassociation, um, that is also part of the mind control, you know, the Project Mockingbird, um, uh, not Project Mockingbird. Oh, my God. What am I saying? Uh, Project. Um, oh, my God. There's so many operations and, and projects. Yeah, no. Control. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the mind control stuff where um, that's how they work is going through disassociation. And so if they can disassociate you from your personality that you were actually born with and create that confusion inside of you, it's easier to control you and get you to do what they want you to do because mm-hmm. you no longer know have an identity. Are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no longer uh, know how to react or, or think for yourself. So, and that's what the whole school system is doing. They're creating a, a handholding system right. where they don't teach critical thinking anymore. They don't, it's just not there they they want you to agree with what's written and i could have showed you um common core standard guidelines that show like examples of essays that literally said like this essay is not incorrect but it's you know not right the desired narrative so it gets more right (laughs) yeah for sure dude holy shit and I, rem- <clears throat> I remember writing essays in high school and I was very good at it. I was very good at what like, like uh, the structure and all that stuff with writing essays. But at the same time, the funniest part is that I always just bullshit my way through the whole thing and I would get good marks. Yeah. That's, I learned that because I knew this because I knew the structure of it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I bullshit my way, the whole, my way through the whole thing. And it always get good marks on essays. Yep, they, it's they, crazy. They just want you. They just want you to like 
be structured. They want you to like, um, they want you to regurgitate uh, to graduate. That's it. That's uh, all it is. Right. You stole the words right out of my mouth. And don't use any critical thinking by God. No. Just right. Parrot what we say. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I could, there was teachers that were just like, just write down the answer. Don't do right. anything more. If you write more, you're not going to get extra points. Just write the bare minimum, write down exactly what it says. And that's it. Right. And it, it's just straight indoctrination. That's it. There's no thought. They don't want anything outside the box. They don't want uh, trade schools are completely <clears throat> demonized even today. I mean, I right. can tell yeah. you hundreds of people that are making good money because they went to BOCES or a trade school. Right. And, and but no, they're the Botards, you know, they they don't know anything. And which is so funny because um, a lot of people that I know got a much more complete and thorough education at a trade school or even a community college than what they ever got from a four-year university. Yeah, I did my first two years at uh, community college. And then when I transferred to SUNY New Paltz to get my bachelor's degree, I mean, it was like walking into the upside down. Everything was just, it was just batshit crazy. And I mean, I was raised pretty conservative, so I didn't get, you know, turned or anything like that in there, but just, I was a complete outsider. I mean, every paper I ever wrote was marked down. They, they just don't want anything that strays too far from their agenda. Right. And And see, I never, I never taught that way. I taught my students critical thinking and I would have them do on every test, like an essay question and be like, okay, so if this happens, then discuss what the expected outcomes could be. You come up with Mm -hmm. the ideas, you come up with the solutions. And as long as I can see where you're going and if it makes sense and if it flows, you're going to get credit, even if it's something I don't agree with, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's one of those things where, you know, like uh, the place that I taught, that is a whole story in itself. Um, it was when I first moved down here and I have never in my life experienced racism like I did at this college. And it was insane. I mean, to the point where they would holler at me down the hall and call me all kinds of interesting names. My boss, especially, um, she was really, yeah. And so when I started there, it was like, you're supposed to follow like so-and-so around. And then like I show up because I had to teach a split shift. I taught night and day. And it was like, I show up on the, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry. So-and-so can't uh, show you around. Like, you're just going to have to go teach, but you don't get any books. And I'm like, what the hell am I teaching? Can you at least tell me what I'm supposed to be teaching? Um, what is the class I'm teaching? Like, I kind of need to know that if I don't have a book. Um, don't have a lesson plan. Don't, like, have anything. Like, help me out here. But Throw it was me like, a freaking bone. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, things would go on. And it was like, I would, I would notate, like, 
the comments they were making, or I even saw like <clears throat> a lot of financial aid fraud. I saw um, where we were ordering like supplies in to teach the lab with, and they would disappear. Mm. And it's like they were stealing supplies. They were stealing the books and reselling them, you know, off campus and all kinds of stuff. So I'm writing all this stuff down. And I, I went to the president of the college and I was like, look, like, here's all this. Like, and yeah, you can have this because I already have the original. These are copies and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, we're going to do an investigation and we'll get back with you. <clears throat> we may call you for interviews. Well, we'll call other witnesses. <coughs> Bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> nothing happened. And then when I left there and, and went to another job, um, it was like um, a couple months after I had left. And one of the people that was still working there, she's like, I don't know what you did, but they literally came in from corporate and fired everyone. She said, we found out like, they didn't even have college degrees. And I'm like, told you. She's like, they found theft. Oh, they found shit. fraud. And I'm like, told you. I'm like, told you, told you. To all I turned them into the American Heart Association. Holy because shit, when you're When you're teaching, um, which I was a certified instructor, you can have only so many students. And then you have to get like assistance to help you. Mm -hmm. And, and like that never happened. And so that was fraudulent. Like everything they did was fraudulent. And I was like, nope, not going to have it, you know? And it was like, my students are passing their state boards and their board exams. And I'm like, I had the only like success rate for the boards because nobody else was like doing their jobs. Yeah. Wow. So it was, Ooh, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff that went on there. That is fucking crazy. <clears throat> but no. you shone, you shone the light of Christ within yeah. that system. Oh, definitely. Right. And that's why, like, shining the light is ex exposing. Yeah. Evils, right? And that's why a lot of people are like, "Oh, I could never, like, have a podcast, or I could never, like." post what i want on social media or whatever and i'm like why not yeah that was honestly before i started my podcast i got on to uh nico's podcast because he asked me like do you have dude do you have like some fucking no i think i sent you a message like dude i got some crazy stories right mm -hmm. right and then i got onto his show and then after the show i'm like you know what i'm 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 gonna conquer this fear of speaking out and just fucking do it you know what right. i mean and everybody's got to do that yeah you gotta you gotta just like step out of your own boundary and be like you know what i'm just gonna fucking speak out on all the things i want to speak out about and i'm not gonna have any fear of re repercussions right and see that's me um and like oh my god i have so many fucking haters it's ridiculous and yeah, that's what you know. How many of them are actually awesome. real, though? Because you see oh, these bot shit. farms. Yeah. yeah, dude. I get like I get so many psychotic messages from people, and it's like I don't respond to like crappy comments or whatever. 
I just don't because I don't give that kind of energy the time of day. Sure. Absolutely. Like you cannot destroy my happy bubble. Um, and like your threats that like don't mean shit to me. Your name calling doesn't mean shit to me because I am very <clears throat> confident in who I am. And my whole goal is I don't make a dime. I don't want to make a dime because um, like my whole thing is if I can teach somebody one thing they didn't know or have one person affected um, in a positive way from something that I have put out, I've done my job. Yeah. I don't and, need and to, I don't need to affect millions of people. I just need to affect one person and that one person goes and tells someone else. And yeah, Janet, that's what exactly what I heard when you were on, um, I think it was dangerous world. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's, and I heard that. That's and I, the thing. Like, I have to like, I have to connect with this girl, you know? Yeah. And that's the I thing because, you know, and a lot of people are like, oh my God, you've been doing it for so long though. I don't know why you don't do ads and whatever. And I'm, here's my thinking on that. Um, I don't want to because I'm not going to promote something I don't believe in. Um, I'm not going to promote something I don't use or that I would never use or don't buy. And so, you know, my whole thing is promoting myself. Um, and promoting my message and I don't want to be controlled by somebody else's money like at all I don't care I, I, I highly respect that because I feel yeah. the same way that's so funny because I just I put out an episode today and I took I only had the anchor sponsorship on mine but mm -hmm. it was like a two minute ad and I was just sick of hearing it and putting right. it in I just took them out of all my episodes I've made yeah. like five dollars on this podcast and I'm not doing it for money yeah. I'm doing it to yeah. learn the passion but, dude exactly yeah. so and I, I mean like, the, the passion of connecting with like-minded people is exactly way more valuable to me than money mm -hmm. yeah and like my favorite thing is hearing messages back from somebody like i've done a lot of um ptsd depression um medical decapitation uh stuff like that and it's like it, People will respond to me and they'll be like, oh, my God, I just listened to such and such episode and like it completely changed my life. It, you know, gave me chills or whatever. That is what I do it for is to know that I'm I'm getting the message out that I'm supposed to be getting out. Um, 100 percent. And it's not for validation or anything like that. So don't don't take it that way. But it, it's, you know, like you completely helped me through like the roughest time in my life by speaking about this or that. Yeah. That's what I need to know. That's what I I'm, need to hear. And I don't, uh, that's worth, that's worth more than gold to me. It's worth more than fucking billions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, ever since I started my show, I've been having people reach out to me, like asking me questions and I, I would try to help them. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. It's like, that's all it's about for me. You know what the you know? weird thing is? I get, oh, my God, I can't believe you responded. I literally will respond to anybody unless you're creepy. If you say something off the wall creepy to me, you're probably not going to get a response. 
but if you like are a normal person <laughs> yeah and you're not like wanting to slice me up in the bathtub and let me bleed out or anything like that <laughs> we good yeah, i will i will respond yeah. yeah yeah so okay we're reaching the one hour 45 minute mark that's because we're all awesome. i know right <laughs> but this is one question that i lately like to ask my guests and I'm going to start with Nico. Okay. Uh, uh, what is your message of hope to the world right now in this shit show? Um, I would say to just focus on yourself right now so you can help other people. And it's all about planting seeds. You know what I mean? So just, mm -hmm. just what we were talking about. If you can just help somebody or, uh, just put the idea in their head and just get them thinking. Cause I, I, I think once we start critically thinking again in this country, we're gonna, we're going to get out of this bullshit that we're in. And, I'm, I'm very, I'm not, I'm very optimistic about that too. Mm -hmm. And yeah. my other thing is to just, cause we've talked about this, Dave is if you've had a weird or paranormal experience, talk about it more, more people have had it, had something weird happen in their life mm -hmm. that they don't, they might not realize is something they might just brush it off. But for me, the paranormal experiences I had led me down a spiritual journey that led me to conspiracy that led me to where I am now. And I don't have any answers, but it gets the ball rolling. And I think we just have to start critically thinking again and not, and just not dividing. You know, if, if you have someone that got vaccinated in your family, don't hate them for it. And even if they hate you, just it, it's their free will. You know, we can't save everyone. Right. So just, uh, I guess, just be patient and plant seeds. They will grow. Yeah. Walk, walk in the, uh, walk in the light of Christ and like the fruits of the spirit are like patience, all that shit. Right. So like, we just have to like love everybody for who they are, no matter what their decisions are, unless they, you know, like hurt people, like murder. Somebody. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, and uh, Janet, what about you? Um, my whole thing is love yourself, forgive yourself for anything that you think you may have done so that you can grow stronger because without your love and respect for you, you can't help someone else. Um, being of service to others is the greatest joy and feeling in the world. So... Uh, maintain that power of positivity, stay away from negative energy. If somebody around you or a group of people around you is negative, um, you don't need those people in your life. So surround yourself with positive people and positive energy and good things will happen. Trust me on that one. 100 million percent uh that's why i love doing this podcasting thing because i'm just connecting with so many beautiful people like-minded people and oh my god i just i love it you know what i mean me too i just it's, absolutely yeah. love it it's the best family in the world i swear it is it's yeah. so awesome and on that note i'm gonna thank both of you guys for coming on to this little tiny show of mine that hopefully grows a little bit and gets into more years. But uh, yeah, I love you guys and appreciate you. And thank you so much for coming on. 
Yeah, man. I'm super stoked and excited that you asked me. So thank you. Awesome. And I'm going to send you some uh, metal songs and shit that you can. Yeah, um... <laughs> yeah baby. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, cool. Thank you guys so much. And uh, you guys have a good night. Have a great Thanks, evening. Dave. Thank Janet, you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. We'll nice be to hooking up soon. Definitely. Cool. All right. Have a good one. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. So there you have it, folks. There's another uh, episode in the bag. And uh, let's see what the future holds. Um, I'm really enjoying this so far. I hope you guys are. And uh, yeah, just... uh, Keep staying tuned, and I really appreciate all the support that I've been receiving so far. It means the world to me. Uh, This is just, you know, it's a side thing. It's a passion. Uh, I have a passion for the truth, and um, I hope you guys do too. And whoever's listening that, you know, is skeptical, that's fine. That's perfectly healthy. But again, I implore you to do your own research if uh, you think we're talking shit, okay? So... Thank you so much again, guys. I love you guys, and uh, stay tuned for the next one. Peace.